award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We've got a great show lined up for you today, and I'm excited to talk all about fisheries today. All right. Yes. Yeah, we have Mark Thurman in the house. We do. In our house. Yes. We're normally with him and the I, regional offices. I know. I know. He was Region impressed three. with Studio B, you know, when he walked in. He said, hey, this is where it happens, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Yeah, I moved. He's, he's moving on up. That's you know, right. What's that song? Come to the big city. The big house here. He's now the chief of fisheries uh, for the TWRA. We're glad to have him at the national office and excited to have him on today's show. Well, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you. I know folks uh, who follow this show have seen you on here a couple times talking about different things. I think Muskie the last time we were in Region 3 talking Muskie, but uh, today we'll, we got him in the big house. Today. Yeah, that's right. I love to talk about fishing. Yeah, that's your passion. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Don's going to touch on a radio station Yeah, first. We're going to do a little shout-out to the folks in Jackson this morning. Um, in, uh, if you're listening in Jackson at 6 a.m., it's uh, WTJS 93.1, the talk of Jackson. Uh, we appreciate them being a, our radio partner in, uh, in that area, and we appreciate all our radio partners, but especially that one today yeah yeah we do we appreciate all those guys who uh, get the show out there uh, if you're not listening on the radio you can find us on a podcasting app of your choice uh, i googled it the other day we're on all kinds of different yeah yeah platforms they just pick up the the feed so you can find us out there on your favorite platform and if you like to watch the show you can find that on uh, on youtube so and and a few tv stations around as well yep a few stations for that as well so Let's jump right in. Mark Thurman, Chief of Fisheries. So what's life like here in the big city? <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm getting digested, but uh, having a good time. Good deal. Enjoying the uh, the new job and, and getting to know everybody here in the Nashville office. Uh, getting to know. He already knew us. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few new faces, I'm sure, though, for you. Yeah, I'm excited about the job, though. It's neat. Yeah. So... Well deserved too. I think we, so. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Very well thank deserved. You. We I've known and been around Mark for a lot of years, going back clear to the beginning of the wild side days back in the yes. in the uh uh early days of Tennessee's wild side and Mark was one of the the first to get out there and, and uh show the crews around and uh, I always appreciated him doing that. We had so much fun with that. That yeah. was that was good. Yeah. yeah. Taught me the value of, of uh Doing this, doing things like this, uh -huh. yeah. being able to talk about the work we do. Communications, getting the word out there, showing people yeah. how fun Tennessee can be. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, so you've not always been in fisheries. I know we touched on this in the last show, I believe it was, but you, you didn't start in fisheries, did you? Well, okay. I started in fisheries. Okay. 1986. I started in fisheries. Uh, spent some a long time, uh, probably almost 18 years doing that. Okay. Moved over into biodiversity for a while. That's the jump I was Did a lot of survey work, worked on conservation plans, and then uh, came back to fisheries as a program manager over in Region 3 out of the Crossville office. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. So, it, so fish is, fishing has always been your passion. That's been your that's been your focus. So, yeah, I, I really enjoy working in fisheries, managing fishing for the public. Um, 
I've just always enjoyed it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, today we're going to touch on a lot of different things. Um, well, speaking of fishing, okay. we need to go here. Just just a real quick story. Mark, you know, he's, uh, his passion about the fish biology and, and, you know, all things related to fishing, but especially fishing itself. And uh, I can vouch for the fact that he is uh, an expert angler. He, he picked out the exact right bait to retrieve my personal drone that I had flown at Catoosa and gotten hung in monofilament uh, on the side of a creek bed um, a while back. And he came along at just the right time. We recruited him and, and Travis Scott, I think just by happen chance, happened to stop by and the two of these guys rescued my drone out of the tree. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I hit, you know, I had to select the right lure. Exactly. I yep. had, you know, I had a lot to think about in that selection, but the, <laughs> But the catch that Travis made. Oh, I know. I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. I, it, it was a team effort. Yeah. It was a team effort. <laughs> so did the Zebco 33 come into play at all or? No, no, it was, it was a big topwater bait with enough hooks to, uh, to make sure that I was going to make contact <laughs> with the drone. So you went with bait caster or something. You did really whack it. You know, it was, a, it was a, it was a spinning. <laughs> yeah. It was a, reel. No, yeah. Spinning reel. Okay. I needed that. I, I, I have more confidence. Casting with this with the spinning reel, okay. spinning rod. So All right. that's what uh, got the job done. But anyway, it was it was great. <laughs> I I love to take the drone out just just to get scenic shots, you know, and, yeah. and it's just some beauty shots. And I was just you know enjoying that doing that that day. And man, that monofilament it, it got me a couple of times this year. I so. think I remember oh, another time. Yeah, that yeah that we won't go to play. that one. Yeah, <laughs> we won't go to that one. Uh, well, hey, that's if a, you ever get in a bond again, I know who to I'm call. Anywhere in the area, I'll come. I'll fish for anything. All right, good deal, Mark. I appreciate. Hey, it. here's a here's a good good chance for a public service announcement. Pick up your line when you're fishing. If you if you get tangled up and your line breaks, don't throw it out there. Pick it up. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Stuff it in your pocket. Yeah. Uh, a lot of places now have receptacles for fishing line. If it's yeah, fishing I've seen gear. those a lot. A mm-hmm. lot of those um, around. And put it in your pocket. Get it out when you get home. Take it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's also a program called Fill a Bag While You Fill Your Tag. Oh, That's yeah. Right. So I like that. while you're out fishing or, or hunting, take a little uh-huh. bag with you, bring the trash home, and throw it away. All right. Well, today we're going to cover the new fishing guide. I don't know if anybody's seen it yet. Here it is, holding it up. New size. New size. It's, it's tackle box uh, worthy here. Yeah, I think they call it digest size or yeah. something, something to that effect. But it'll fit right in your tackle box. I love the size of it this year. Uh, if you got one in the mail, you're going to see there's no ads in there. Uh, there's a lot of just direct information, what you need to get out there and enjoy Tennessee yeah. fishing. Yeah. So um, if you're a lifetime uh, license holder or a sportsman's license holder, you received one in the mail. And uh, it's a great, great addition this year, I believe. So um, we were talking about this earlier. What page, Mark, is the free fishing day on? Oh, gosh. We knew we, we talked about trivia, and I got started on something else. I got totally distracted. It's I know June the date. 10th. I'm about it's to hit the 10th. button. I'm going to hit the button. We're going for it. What page? Page, page 11. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, that was one of the things we were talking about earlier. The you know, June, 11, or June 10th is free fishing day. June 10th on page 11 in the guide. There you go. Yeah. So check that out. That's always a fun time for folks uh, every year to get out there on yeah. free fishing day. But... Um, 
make sure you know where that is. And there's a lot of new things uh, towards the front of the guide that we're going to touch on today as well. But also want to make sure folks remember the 365 license. Um, it's always a good reminder this time of year because, you know, February 28th used to be the, the day that all of them expired. That doesn't happen anymore. If you bought it in March, you got till March the next year to, to keep using it. So, yep. so it's, a, it's a good thing. And then the hard card this year, the new hard cards, features, features uh, some fish art, if you see that on the front of the guide. So uh, all kinds of fun things fishing as we get closer to that season. I mean, it's always fishing season, but as it warms up, people are ready, itching to get out and, oh, yeah. and fish and, and, and spring turkey. So that's, this is the kind of the time of the year for all this. But Sure enough. Well, let's jump right in, Mark, unless you've got something else you want to. You want to say, I'm, I think we could jump into, to, uh, well, we've hit the free fishing day, but we didn't specify what free fishing day is now. Oh. Bobby Wilson? Bobby free fishing Wilson, day? Free fishing day, yes. And uh, named in honor of Bobby, who, who um, he's, he was so supportive of, of free fishing day and kids fishing events. And I think that's a wonderful uh, way to recognize his contribution yeah. uh, to fishing in Tennessee. I can remember early on in my career, him and I went down to the creek here ah. when he was chief of, of fisheries, and we shot a little video, you know, promoting uh, free fishing day. And Todd was shooting video, and that was fun. We caught little fish down here on the creek and <laughs> and promoted the promoted the day. So that was fun. But yeah, he's always been a big uh, supporter of that day, and it was I'm sure it was a great honor to have it named after him. Yeah, that's neat. Well deserved, and he uh, and then he ended up uh, as our executive director right before he retired so yep yep uh tmwildlife.org you can find the fishing guide on at tmwildlife.org uh if you didn't pick one up at a store or get one in the mail uh all the information uh for the guide is there uh the the button on the home page easy to find uh but mark you wanted to specify and talk a little bit about some of the other things that you can find at tmwildlife.org i know i'm Maybe getting ahead of myself here. We'll get back to the guide, but that was next on my list. No, let's cover that. Some of the um, stuff you can find on our website. Yeah, we've we've put a lot of work and and working with uh, the communications division and and uh, to make sure that we've got good information for people when they go to the website. And so we've got things like storyboards about trout fisheries across the state that have got you know kind of conditions of uh, what what's going on on those sites. Mm-hmm. Um, and maps and ways to get that, you know, how to get there, uh, information about those places. We've got virtual tours of some places like Teleco River and Sitico Creek. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, on the website, you've got your um, your maps with fishing locations across the state on lakes. Fish attractors. Fish attractors in there. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for a place to fish and wondering where, where our habitat sites are, you can find them um, and get to the fish. Yeah, those are being updated all the time, too. Uh, just recently, I've seen photos of uh, folks taking, you know, helping us get uh, fish attractors out there. So it takes a little while to get those on the map. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's new fish attracting fish attractors going out all the time, new spots to, to fish. And Oh, yeah, the crews are working really now all year on on habitat work across the state, and they keep them. They keep the sites that they've had, you know, maintained. Mm-hmm. They're putting new sites out and just put a lot of lot of emphasis on the habitat work. And it's uh, it puts people with fish, um, and it also provides good habitat. Well, and while we're on it, let's 
touch on it. I'll put you on the spot here just a little bit. Um, there's different types of habitat going on out there. Sure. I know even like in Region 4, they do a lot of those reef balls or the concrete structures where lately we've seen some uh, looks like PVC pipe type structures going out. And then there were some others that we partnered with another group, and I'll remember the name later maybe, but uh, of their type of structure, it's more of these tree-looking, spiky-looking things that go out. Sure, sure. There's a wide variety of uh you know, types of habitat that, that the crews across the state uh, work on. You know, the, the reef balls and the work up there is, like, perfectly suited for those uh, tributary lakes that have such big drawdowns. Mm-hmm. They've also been shared with some uh, other sites across the state. Uh, the uh, the pipe structures, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, they're working on some cube structures. You know, we've got people that go uh, to – they've gone to some seminars, some, some – uh, Habitat seminars and and looked at what other states are doing and brought home some ideas and working on some things like cubes. Uh, stake beds are like a long running thing oh, out, yeah. out in uh, uh, I know in West Tennessee and Middle Tennessee especially they've built a lot of stake beds. Uh, what else? Um, you know at, at state parks and some of our community lakes uh, and municipality lakes uh, we've we've used. Uh, Products from uh, mossback, fish tree. That's it. Mossback uh, is what I was really trying to good think of. So it's it's just a variety of things, and a lot of it has to do with the site that you're that you're dealing with. And um, I'm really proud of the work that's that's going on out there with with habitat work. Yeah, yeah, and and it's all environmental safe products. You know, we're yeah. we're using the the good quality materials for this kind of thing, and they'll last a little while. You know, the Christmas trees don't last so long, right? That was <laughs> that was a big thing. People drop Christmas trees and recycle Christmas trees, create structure that way, but those those drift away and rot away pretty quick. Yeah, they don't last very long, especially if the water gets pulled off of them, um, the air gets to them, they break down. You know, um, the fish attractor program started, I think, as far back as the 70s with the kind of a T- TVA, TWRA partnership. Um, and when I started in the 80s, you know, we would – try to find some places that we could get trees and it was hard to do Mm. and now seeing the work that they're doing now they don't they don't have that limitation so they can get the materials together they can they can build them at their shop they can host you know they host high school fishing teams to come do builds they bring the fishing teams in and other partners to come do the put the structures out it's just really neat to see how that work has changed over the years and grown to the point that it has yeah all right. Well, let's jump into uh, the Bill Dance Signature Lakes. That's a lot of what we see on the the What's New section of the fishing guide. So that's like page two. I mean, you flip it over, you got the TWRA offices, and then the next page you have What's New for for the year. And um, the big thing that we see here is a lot of new regulations, additional regulations, changes to certain lakes uh, that are part of Bill Dance Signature Lake system that uh, we'll touch on here today. So the first one was that we wanted to touch on was Lake Halford, right? Lake Halford, yes. Um, that's a, a new lake. Maybe you could touch on a little bit about it. What kind of stuff's going to be going on there to improve that fishery? Well, Lake Halford is is now a, a, a TWRA lake uh, under our management. Um, we're excited about having um, having the lake back in our system. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's a neat place. If you've got you should get out there and go see it. It's it'd be a great place to a destination place to go fishing. It's part of the Bill Dance Signature Lakes program, and um, 
been doing habitat work out there. We're doing some access improvement, um, kind of getting up to speed with the management because it's a little different than a lot of the other places that that we manage. Um, it's got a marina. It's got uh, residences around it. So there's a there's a process for us uh, going forward. We got some basic things in place to yeah. allow us to to manage the site, but it's going to be an evolving uh, process there to uh, to fully realize you know. Um, how it'll be managed on out in the future. Yeah, how it can come together. Is it always been a fishery? Is it a good fishery, or is it yes, something it's, worth it's, tar- changing no, that? No, it's it's been a good lake. It's been known for uh, good bass fishing. Some okay. of the work that we're doing is really adding to that. Okay. Uh, trying to um, enhance bluegill catfish fishing there. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, with the habitat work, there's been some forage stocking uh, done there, and and uh, I think we'll see some see some some positive movement in that direction with those fisheries. And is there recreation on that lake as well? Is yes, there's boating, boating, and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. And I'm so like I'm not an expert on Halford, but it's uh, it's like I said, it's a it's a different kind of uh, uh, place for us to manage. Mm-hmm. But the crew out there is doing a great job. We've got a great staff out there, um, and they are uh, they're. They're working on it out there, so <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We've got we've got a great staff out there. That's great. Yeah, I, we don't probably mention it enough, but like our technicians and all the guys who are on that level down there, you know, working working their butts off. You know. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. Give a shout out to them across the whole state. I mean, you know, it's not just it's not your chiefs and your assistant chiefs and your managers. You got these guys that are, are everybody's putting in hard work, putting make, it on the ground. Yeah, make in, things happen in the water. Yeah. Yeah, we've got crews across the state that are that are managing managing fishing out there. It's pretty neat. Yeah, and I've I've always said this too. I mean, they jack of all trades. They can do just about anything. It's amazing some of the guys and gals we yeah, have working yeah. for us. Yep. Well, we're we picked out three here on the what's new. What's the next one? Uh, uh, let's talk about Fall Creek Falls over at Fall Creek Falls State Park. Um, doing some, uh, you know, we're really looking at Fall Creek Falls as a good family destination so working on the bluegill fishing working on the catfish uh fishing uh the bass fishery we're doing some management you can look on there um 10 fish per day limit but only one over 16 to try to build up some stocks of larger some larger larger fish we think it has potential to do that uh we've done just like halford we've done habitat work a lot of habitat work over there we've got feeders out there which is kind of a new thing to try to manage uh, you know, condition of fish and seeing some really uh, early on some results from that. Okay. Um, and Fall Creek Falls, it's I think it's the most visited state park. It's and a beautiful state we'll park. We'll get a lot of people mm-hmm. there. It already had a lot of fishing. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of a lot of people go there to fish, uh, and we just hope to build on that and have a have a great fishing site. We also have a trout stocking program there. So okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. In the fall and spring, uh, there uh, at the the creek in the park and. Um, there's just a lot of fishing opportunity there. If you've never been there, there are some cabins that face the water that I think you oh, can Oh, those are fish so neat. Right off they? the back porch. The yeah. Fishermen's cabins. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And we've, we put a lot of habitat out there in that area for, for people to, to fish off those, yeah. uh, those, their, 
they're not docks. They're the they're the porches. Yeah, that exactly. Just kind of yeah, out over it's the built lake. right onto the, the cabin. Yeah, I guess I missed those. I mean, we were out there not too long ago for some meetings and things, and stayed. Uh, the new lodge is really nice. Oh yeah, uh, it's a great. That's a great park to visit. Uh, shout out to the state parks and the work that they're doing to improve some of their facilities. Uh-huh. Uh, new lodges here and there, and um, that lake is much larger than I remembered. Remembered it. It's been a while since I'd been there, but that it's a great place. Yeah, me Very, too. Me very uh, good fishery, and I'll have to check out those cabins mm-hmm. yeah, with the fishing it's, docks. It's nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a neat place. That's cool. All right, well, the next one, you mentioned Herb Parsons. That's one of the other ones that they're we've uh, circled up into the Bill Dance Signature Lakes and, and got some new regulations for 2023. Yeah, uh, we've got a uh, 16 uh, to 20-inch uh, protected length range on largemouth bass uh, with only one fish over 20. It has a lot of potential to uh, to grow some bigger fish. Those protect, pre- protected length ranges, you can't harvest fish within that slot. A lot of people call them slot limits. Yeah, slot limits. I, um, yeah. Uh, you know, and then, again, the habitat and the access and... Uh, forage stocking. We're we're doing some forage stocking there, and and uh, looking at uh, enhancing bluegill catfish there as well. All these sites are, you know, all these sites stand to, to be really good fishing sites. Awesome. Explain forage stocking. Ah, good one. Um, so forage is what fish eat. Okay. Um, you know, either uh, something like a threadfin shad. Or uh, golden shiners, something small, something mm-hmm. that uh, fish can utilize. You know, in a lot of those lakes, you you look at your bluegill population as your main forage, and so just as a supplemental uh, forage item, you know, we'll sometimes stock threadfin, golden shiners, and that's what we've done a lot of these sites. Okay, awesome. So, and um, that's supplemental to the some of the feeding, some of the. Supplemental to what's there already. So if you're thinking about, you know, a bass, bluegill, catfish, small lake management strategy just in general, Mm -hmm. um, you're using those bluegill as a as a forage item and a fish you want to catch. Okay. Uh, So it's supplemental to those fish that are there. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure uh, people may have questions about that. So that's good. Yeah. We we throw out terms a lot of times and we do. We just it it just rolls off the tongue and you think we think everybody (laughs) knows. Thanks for thanks for. Uh, spending some time on that. No, yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. And and I know from experience and from recent things that we've done, the Fall Creek Falls and Lake Hawford, they all have new structures and new things going in. I'm I'm sure Herb Parsons had some of those too. But uh, it's cool to see all these new structures going in and new habitat being built. And I guess it's kind of the thirty thousand foot view of the the new effort with the building's signature lakes isn't it that, sure that things are just going to get improved access and and uh, just convenience mm-hmm. and uh, family friendly and and all those things well and there are really two components to uh, the bill dance signature lakes you've got these small lakes um and then you've got the larger reservoir sites mm-hmm. the small lakes are going to be places where we can do this intensive management um see what we can do with the quality of fishing over time. And, uh, well, and some of them already have great fishing. So yeah. it's not hard not hard <laughs> to do. Um, and then on the larger reservoir sites, a lot of the work is focusing on access, the boat ramps, the docks, uh-huh. um, facilities like that. 
the reservoirs are a place in Tennessee that that we have been doing, you know, some some really great management for a very long time. So a lot of these places already have great fisheries, which mm-hmm. is why they were selected and are important, you know, yeah. to each part of the state that they occur. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the there's there's two parts to building signature lakes, uh, the, the small lakes and then the big reservoirs. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, how important our reservoirs are and how great they are. And there's a particular fish we don't want to move around, right? Oh, yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that we want to control movement of invasive species and, and, and certain fish into certain areas. So touch on Alabama bass. I know that's been a topic that's come up here lately that we're starting to see some fish being moved around. It's not a good thing. And, right, uh, we right. Won't stop that movement. Um, yeah, we, we've seen you know Alabama bass to say that, that they are native to Tennessee, a very small portion of Tennessee down in the southeast corner of the state, the Conestoga River drainage, which goes down into the Mobile Basin, which is you know Alabama, not bass. the Tennessee, <laughs> yeah, and not the Cumberland, yeah. Um, and uh, as those fish have been moved outside their range within the state, we've seen some real uh, impact on bass fisheries. Mm. Uh, we've seen um, places like Parksville Reservoir where you were kind of building up a, a pretty good largemouth bass fishery. Right. Seen that really shift to where it's, it's all Alabama bass. We've seen those fish move downstream, pretty good at moving downstream, uh, down into the Ocoee uh, River in the Parksville tailwater. Uh, we've seen them move to a few places kind of far away from there um, where they've shown up and uh, where they show up where you've got smallmouth fisheries, it's a real problem. Mm -hmm. Um, They hybridize with smallmouth and um, there are places like in Georgia, uh, North Carolina that have seen, you know, smallmouth fisheries really just knocked out. Wow. Um, And I guess kind of the problem with it is, you know, you see this, uh, you kind of see some great fishing for a while, um, you see the hybrids between the smallmouth and the Alabama bass, and you get you get this kind of a pulse of really good fishing. But the concern is over time, when you lose your smallmouth out of the fishery, what are you going to have? You've lost your you lost your smallmouth. I mean, Tennessee's known for smallmouth fishing. Yes. The state it's the uh, how was the phrase uh, smallmouth of Tennessee? That's just what people come here for. Yes, and if you have that fish mixing in eventually don't have a true going away smallmouth so the rule to keep in mind don't move fish don't move fish don't move fish and and uh we've got some great fisheries to uh to to protect and and uh you know the places that don't have locks and dams where fish can move like big tributary reservoirs like del hollow center hill it'd be terrible Oh, uh, yeah. For those fish to get moved there, yeah, yeah. Um, and there are others. Those are just two that come to mind. Yeah. Well, that's important. Keep keep that in mind. Don't move fish. Uh, you don't want to move these fish. There's other fish in Tennessee we don't want moved. Uh, so just don't dump your bait. Don't move fish. All those good things. Uh, Tennessee, where smallmouth is king, right? That's what I was trying to... Smallmouth is king, yeah. Let's keep it that way. What do you say? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. (laughs) Well, Mark, I appreciate you coming in today and making this happen. Thanks for kind of highlighting a few things that's new this year. Uh, Looking forward to 
getting out and doing some fishing. Well, and if we got a second, yes, um, check out the what's new. We got new trot line regulations. There's regulations on other places. Always check out that what's new page, and mm-hmm. it'll tell you what's what's been changed. And um, check that out before you head out to fish. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations on your new role. Thank you. Look forward to working with you as we move forward. All right. Don, thank you. You bet. First of many to have Mark in for a Wildcast, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll have to have you back. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.